everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 26 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. It's a very exciting week here. We are celebrating the one-year anniversary of this podcast. We've now had 26 episodes on meals in eight states and two countries. It's been a lot of fun for me. We've had some great episodes, some really fun guests, a bunch of my friends that I've brought on. So to celebrate, we are going to bring back our most frequent and popular guest, my fiance Sam, and yes, believe it or not, we actually went out to a big meal to celebrate the anniversary of the podcast, so we have a great one coming up. Make sure you subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. While you're at it, you can leave me a rating or review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and as a reminder, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for food pictures. Just search for Mitch Goldich, and actually, just this week, I finally launched a separate Instagram just for this podcast. So new people, uh, make sure you go follow Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. You'll get pictures from me from episodes, pictures not from episodes. You can send me pictures that I can post. So stick with us for year two. I've got a lot of great stuff planned. We're going wedding cake tasting for our wedding. My bachelor party in Austin, Texas will be well covered. A few other big things planned. So keep listening. Tell all your friends to join. And now let's roll right in to episode 26. We went to Flex Muscles, which we love. It was a Friday night. It was crowded. Now, Sam, you've been to Flex Muscles a bunch more than me. I've been there twice. You've been for brunch and happy hour and dinner. What do you love about this place so much? Well, I love seafood. Um, as you know, it's probably my favorite kind of food. Um, and it's just really good there. Um, they have these really awesome pots of mussels that are pretty substantial and they bring you unlimited baskets of bread to dip in all of their various fun, awesome sauces. The mussels are great. Um, the other seafood is great, although admittedly I don't tend to eat very much else besides the mussels. Um, but it's just, um, it's a great place. They've got drinks, they've got happy hour deals with uh, mussels and french fries and beers, and it's just, um, I like the place a lot. Yeah, general rule of thumb, if the name of the restaurant has a food in the name, you better be good at that food, mm -hmm. and Flex Mussels does mussels right, yeah. and they are awesome, and like you said, now we have a lot, because we went and we, we went with a couple friends and we picked out, and we did drinks and appetizers and all kinds of things, um, but I mean, we have to start with probably talking about the mussels, uh, even, you know, sometimes we go in order of what we ate, but I mean, the mussels, the way they do it, and, and like you said, there's pots, they have four different categories, so they have, uh, what are they? There's a tomato, there's a, I should know these, or I have them written down somewhere, you so have them. White wine mussels, creamy mussels, tomato mussels, and flexi mussels, which I'm not sure if that means that they rotate, or if that's just the sort of more international category. The flexi, in my mind, were sort of like their premium specialties, like the kinds of things in that, that because category. The ones listed under the flexi category are Thai, Bombay, Mexican, and Bangkok. So hmm. to me, it sounds more like an international category, whereas the others are really just more of what the sauces are based with. So yeah. white wine, cream, or tomato. So our plan, we figured that two pots was the right amount for our table. And I think what we've done and probably what you always do is you want to get two from different categories. So, um, you know, we, we were trying to figure out basically like a red and a white, and there's some overlap between the categories, and all of them sound good, and some of them have, it's not just mussels in a sauce, they have, some of them have meat in it, they've got lobster or chorizo or shrimp, there was a special that day that actually had pasta in it, so we were trying to decide, well, these two have garlic, and these two have shrimp or lobster and trying to find two that go well together so that you get like a couple different tastes and a couple different flavors. And then do you want to tell everybody the two that we landed on? And Sure. We went with the Parma, which I actually think I get every single time I'm there. It is one of my favorites. 
and the angry lobster. So the parma was from the creamy category and the angry lobster was from the tomato category. And uh, you can probably tell by the name, but it also had lobster in it. Yeah, the lobster was angry that day, my friends, which is a Seinfeld reference that Sam doesn't get. So the, the angry lobster, um, we thought it was new. I think you had said you didn't remember seeing it on the menu, and that was part of the appeal of it uh, to I us. I hadn't was... remembered seeing it, but I also hadn't been there in several months. So I don't know how new it was or if I just hadn't remembered it. Well, it's new if it's just several new to months. Me. It was yeah. New to me. New to us. So the angry lobster was San Marzano tomatoes. Red wine, chili flakes. It was spicy. There was, I thought there was not a ton of lobster. There were really just a few pieces in it. Um, three of us shared it and we all got enough lobster to taste, but kind of like a forkful and a half maybe of lobster. So uh, I don't want to give the wrong idea. It's not like it's swimming in lobster with your muscles. The muscles really are the main thing in the dish. Uh, and then just kind of a, a taste of lobster. And then, you know, anything in the pot is going to be in the sauce too. The parma, which like you said, is amazing and which we've gotten before both times that I've been there. Parmigiano cream, lemon, scallions, toasted garlic, crispy shallots. And it was just unreal. I mean, it's like a, a heavier cream sauce. And one thing that I loved about it is that it actually had the gooey cheese in it. So it wasn't just like a cheesy, creamy sauce. There was actually cheese like that would stick to the shells of the mussels and you could pull it off and have this gooey cheese in between bites of the mussels. Parmesan and barnacles. Just perfect. Parmesan barnacles. That's a great way. They should put that in the, uh, in the menu description. That's I like how you put that. So the mussels obviously are the main event. Um, they are huge pots of steaming mussels. You know, we got um, two pots of mussels for... Um, there were four of us, but only three of us were really heavy into the mussels, um, and there was plenty there for us. Um, I've gone with a larger group where we got, you know, four pots, but there's a lot of mussels in the pot. Um, the size of the pots when they bring them out is just, it's, <laughs> you wonder how they're all going to fit on the table. And then they open it up and the steam flies everywhere, and it's just, you know, you get excited about this pot of mussels that they're bringing out. It's very exciting. <laughs> um, but there's also other stuff that we got that was great. Um, we started with a bunch of oysters, mm -hmm. and they have a really a really good oyster menu. They have oysters from all over the place, and they categorize them like they usually do, East Coast, West Coast. Um, we got a whole bunch. We tried a whole bunch. They were all delicious. Yeah, I couldn't I, tell you what they were. <laughs> I, I remember. So the ones that we got the most of were the Shigoku oysters, which come from Washington. And I'm with you. I like when the menu sort of describes what each one. And I think a place, a legit oyster place that has a, yeah. an extensive oyster menu is going to do that. So looking at the menu now, the Shigokus have a sweet, slight mineral finish comma buttery and they're all of them are good but um yeah and like you said it was fun trying different ones i don't know if my oyster palate is refined quite enough i kind of I, I like all of them and this is a theme of me eating food in every episode is that if you give me five things i'm gonna like them all um but yeah i mean all of the oysters were good but i did like the shigokus which they said i think were their top seller and a lot of people get those and they're the big ones with the jagged shell and and just a bigger one so those were good but those east or west those were West Washington. Um, but the most interesting oysters that we had all day were one of the first things we had when we sat down. And we did this the last time, too. We had the oyster shooters, which were awesome and really delicious. I, I don't remember now if the Shigoku are the kind that were actually in the oyster shooters. Uh, so maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. I don't know if it listed. Uh, I feel like our waiter told us. But, but anyway, so the oyster shooters are literally – 
like a shot, although it was not a shot glass. It was served in this small. You'll see. Follow me on Instagram. You'll see the uh, the pictures of the oyster shooters. Um, bigger than a shot, but it was an oyster in the bottom of the glass with vodka, cocktail sauce, and sriracha, and just a delicious flavor. Uh, it, it's big enough, so it's not like one shot because we had to actually sip it down and take a couple sips of the liquid before it was down to the level where you could just take a shot that had the oyster. But really good. I mean, just like a, a Bloody Mary, basically similar taste. I mean, if you threw an oyster in my Bloody Mary at brunch, I'd be quite happy with it. But that was just that's a, a, a fun way, you know, if you're with a, a fun group of people to, to do a shot. I mean – they were uh, – how much were they? They were – I don't even remember. I think they were like 11 bucks for the Oyster Shooters. So sometimes you think about the value and like is it really worth 11 bucks for that shot? But like it's just kind of the, the atmosphere. Answer is, yeah. The answer is yes. It sets the tone for the meal that it's like a, you know, a fun meal and it's the kind of thing where it's like family style and people sharing communal dishes in the middle. And so why not have an Oyster Shooter? It was delicious. It was really good. I Seriously, if they served it in a bigger glass like a Bloody Mary, I think I would have been fine with that. Okay, so we kind of uh, started with the muscles and then worked backwards and uh, talked about our oysters and our oyster shooters, But uh, and we have to get to dessert. But before we jump forward, I just want to say you mentioned the bread real fast, and that, I agree with you, is one of the highlights of the whole meal and the fact that it just keeps coming. We did, I think maybe your last episode that you did with me was on Claw Daddies and the boil, and I think they charged us for bread and we were sort of limited here. They just keep it coming, and it's like sourdough bread. I think they nice. know also that, you know, their sauces are awesome. You buy, yeah. The mussels are great, but really what makes each pot of mussels so good is the sauces that they're in. And, and so soaking they know up the you, cheese in the yeah, bread everyone, is so good. I think they get it that people like to take the bread and dip it in the sauce. And there's tons of sauce in these pots. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they just keep bringing out the bread. We actually, I, so, uh, Everybody has their own little plate, and we sort of would take two or three mussels at a time onto our plate in front of us. And I think at the beginning, we were all trying to be careful not to mix the red tomato sauce with the white parma sauce. And then as we ate more and just had more shells and things all over the place, uh, it just became inevitable that they'd mix, and we were just eating this mixture of pink sauce that basically just turned the delicious creamy parma into a spicy lobster pink rosa sauce, which was awesome. Uh, My only take on the bread, the bread is obviously very good. I don't love the dough to crust ratio. The dough, you really need the dough to soak up the bread. And I think the crust, which is like a sourdough has a, a bit of a tougher crust to chew into. I would have liked more dough in the dough to crust ratio. That's my one potential hot take. Is that I wish there was uh, there was more dough and less crust for my dipping. You you feel the opposite way. I disagree. I think I mean I understand the, the the doughy inner part is the part that really soaks everything up. But I like that each bite. I mean I had one good middle doughy bite in each little slice of bread I had, and then every single piece that I pulled off of the crust had some dough, and I could soak it up, and I got the chewy and the harder crust. I, I like, I also like the crust of bread. I eat the ends <laughs> of the bread, as you know. You leave the ends of your loaves of bread for me. That is true. People so are I now am, learning so much about our domestic <laughs> life that we get different kinds of bread, and I save the ends for you. I am partial to crust, so mm-hmm. perhaps that's why I like that bread. It's very crusty bread. And I like a crust. And the middle is very, very soft, and I the bread to me is perfect. And of the, if you're going to have a bread with crust, that is a good crust, and it is a good dipping crust. I just like, there were a couple pieces that were kind of a little bit small and it felt like you're getting a lot more crust than dough but I don't want to be too negative I don't want to give off the impression that I didn't like it at all because obviously I thought it was great but that was just my one thought as a sinner I was thinking you know I could if they gave me a basket of just like the the light dough like oh my god oh I could have done that for 
for an hour. So uh, there's more. I mean, we have to talk. We have to talk about dessert, and it's very important on the menu. They say, "Don't forget to leave room for donuts." It's almost unfair that they are so good at both mussels and donuts because you see a place that's flex mussels, it's seafood, and then oh by the way, they also just happen to be a fantastic donut shop too. So for the table, we got four donuts. And do you want to tell us? I mean, these are so good. Do you want to tell us about your donuts and or how much you love them or、uh, your your donut take here? Well, I mean, it's not really a take. I think these donuts are universally loved. Objectively、um, good donuts. They are objectively good donuts. And they're filled, and you get to choose your flavor of filling. And they have—I don't even know how many、um, donut fillings they have. Let's count flavors: fluffinutter, PB and J, cinnamon sugar, salted caramel, chocolate, wild blueberry, Meyer lemon, raspberry, s'mores, strawberry. That's ten. Ten different flavors that you can choose from, and, and can... they all come with a vanilla dipping sauce. And you can mix and match. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. The vanilla dipping sauce, very good by the very way,、good. and goes with everything. Yes, it does. So we want to do it. <laughs> so our donuts, we were of the four of us, only three of us wanted donuts. So we basically ended up in a position where both of us got to pick our own donut and then also pick the donut to share. So I went with the、uh, salted caramel for my solo donut. You went with which one did you have? I did the blueberry. Blueberry, and then we were debating between the s'mores and the. Uh, Reese's,、yeah. and we actually we played odds and evens. I think I wanted s'mores, you wanted Reese's. You beat me in odds and evens, so we split the Reese's donut. I will also qualify that and say that I the reason I wanted the Reese's is because that was new. That actually wasn't even on the list I just read.、Um, the Reese's was new, and every time I've gone in the past, I've gotten the s'mores, which was the reason I voted for Reese's because. I just want, I don't want people to think I don't love s'mores. Right. I do. And I don't want people to think that I don't love Reese's because I do. <laughs> but、um, yeah, and and that's you know you go to a place that's one of the nice things about picking a favorite restaurant and going to the same place over and over is you try different things. The donuts are great. They are the perfect texture where they are light and fluffy and doughy on the inside and just a little bit firm on the outside. The filling is tasty. They're just perfect. To like cut open. I know a lot of times donuts are finger food. I think we were kind of cutting open knife and fork so you could pour the vanilla sauce and well, make them a little bit messy. Fillings are so gooey that you can't、yeah. really. You pick could, but it it's these are knife and fork kind of. We're civilized、yeah. folk. We are knife and fork donut eaters. No, certainly not all the time. But in this case, we were. The salted caramel I thought was awesome. Just a perfect donut went really well with the vanilla. I think I had a bite of your blueberry, which I know you've had and love. Also really good. All the fruit fillings were good. The Reese's I will admit not my favorite. I think I would have preferred the s'mores, partly because it was just literally, and I think people can see this in the picture, a big glob of peanut butter. If it was. Is sort of like a peanut butter sauce. I might have liked it more. This was just really heavy. After we've already eaten such a big meal, this was a just like a heavy peanut butter bomb. And so I think next time I'm going to talk you back into the s'mores again. I'm、um, fine with that. I yeah, but really, all of the donuts were so good. And I will say, pro tip, the or maybe not pro tip, but you're a pro. You can to, give a pro tip. Well, this is more of a subjective situation. It's、okay. not. This is not an objective fact. I tend to gravitate more toward the chocolatier fillings. But their fruit fillings are awesome. I get the blueberry frequently. The lemon is also really good. Their fruit fillings are really, really good. The big so, thing, even if you're someone who likes to go for the s'mores or Reese's <clears throat> or chocolate or caramel fillings, 
I highly recommend trying a fruit bun. The big thing, and this is true of both the mussels and the donuts, is that this is a place to go with a group. Yeah. And you want to go with – we went with four, uh, only four in air quotes. We could have gone with 12 and just, like, try one of everything as far as donuts and sauces and muscle categories and all kinds of things. This is a place to go for a group. I know you have said it's a great spot to go for happy hour with two people just to get, like, a pot of mussels and some fries and a drink, and it's uh, relatively well Well, their happy hour deal is just awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've done that several times, uh, but yeah, a big group is also fun because you can get several pots of mussels and just pass them around and try all sorts of stuff, which, you know, obviously always a good thing. I think that's the move. So we're going to wrap it up, but I have to ask, of your favorite restaurants in the city, among all your favorites, how high does this rank for you? Ooh. Well, Flex Mussels is an experience. And I think you and I have this in common where it's more than just about the food, which is excellent. It's also just about the overall experience of the place. And the fact that Flex Muscles has sort of like these fun things that that it does and that you can um, expect there besides just the super fun pots of mussels and all the different sauces. But you also get that um, the donut excitement at the end. Um it's, uh, it's up there on my list. Uh, I don't know that there are very many places in the city that I really do go back to. That's what I thought. I, I had a feeling this was definitely in your top five and maybe yeah. in the top three even of your favorite places. In the so city. it's um, – but then there are other places that I like very much, but I, I think that this is the kind of place where if it's been a while, you know, my friends and I will say, hey, we haven't been to Flex Muscles in a while. Let's go to Flex Muscles because uh, it is really good. And yeah. It's definitely one of my favorites. Awesome. So I always talk about price. Now we, we picked out, I didn't even tell you about everything. We, uh, between the four of us, we also had a round of cocktails in addition to the oyster shooters. A couple of us had beers. We also, we had a kale salad, which I don't think we have to spend too much time talking about, but we picked out. So it was almost, it was about a hundred dollars a person for all of us. If you want to go, you can do it cheaper if you skip some of the cocktails and things and people can go and look at the menu and figure it out. But I always do. We I know got people have asked me, we did get trouble fries. They were good too. Maybe I'll, I have a picture of those. Maybe I'll throw those in, but I know I've gotten that feedback before that people like to know how much I spent and we picked out a hundred bucks, but Hey, it's only the one year anniversary of Mitch Eats Food once, so why not go drop a hundred bucks on dinner? It was Sam's birthday weekend too, so it's nice to have a special occasion for that. I will. I want to make it very clear that that is not why we went here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It was also the night. They, in the pictures, <laughs> they'll see there's a candle in the donut dessert, and the candle you're blowing it out for your birthday, but it's definitely a Mitch Eats Food anniversary candle. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right, so thanks everybody so much for listening. If you're new, you should go back check out all my previous episodes. You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. If you want to hear more episodes with Sam, check out episode 8 from Tipsy Scoop, 13 from Claw Daddy's, or 17 from Taste Bud's Kitchen, our pasta-making class, which is quite an adventure. This is Sam's first time back on the pod since then, so she's she's back. If you're worried about her, she's, uh, she's okay. She's podcasting with me again. Make sure while you're at it, you write me a review in iTunes. Tell me what you think. Tell me where we should go next. We're always up for suggestions. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Search for at Mitch Goldich or on Facebook. You'll see pictures from every meal from every episode. You can also make sure you follow the new Instagram account, Mitch Eats Food Pod. You can also send me an email with feedback to MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. And make sure you tell all your friends so they come join us too. Sam, thanks for doing this again. I'm sure we'll have more of you in year two. Always fun when you uh, come on the pod. So thanks. Anytime. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Yeah.